Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. I hope that you are having a great day. We are on Commandment 8. This is Dig a Bit 2 for the month of April. We are going to talk today just a little bit about something that cannot be overlooked if we're talking about the command, thou shalt not steal, because these two um, injunctions are tied very closely together in our New Testaments. We can't talk about not stealing without talking about our work ethic as citizens and especially as Christian people in our church communities. When we look at... 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, we read there that the man who doesn't provide for, financially provide for his own household is worse than an infidel. And sometimes I realize that we say uh, one sin is not worse than another one, but here the Apostle Paul tells us, tells Timothy through the Holy Spirit's um, words that we can commit a sin that's worse than another. He says here that not providing for your own would be worse than being an infidel. I think probably the uh, rationale behind that is pretty easy for us to say, at least if someone is an infidel, he doesn't feel accountable to God. But a, a Christian who does know the Bible and does have accountability to the Bible already has been made aware of God's plan for the Christian life and the work ethic that God wants us to have. Someone who's been made aware of that, it's worse for him to not obey that because he has the knowledge, because his responsibility is greater, because he has been enlightened by God's Word. So. One who provides not for his own is worse than an infidel, it says there. Working is a very important part of God's plan for our Christian lives. Um, I, I think about 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, and this is something that I've particularly been thinking about today as I was writing another article about the withdrawal of fellowship. Let's look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. It says there that we, in verse, let's just start with verse 5. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. These are Christians here who are waiting for Christ's coming, as we are. And then it says, Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother who walks disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. Well, that's a pretty strong injunction there. We command you, there's a command, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that means by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every, not some of them, but every brother who walks disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us, that is, after the Holy Spirit's revelation. For yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, for we didn't behave disorderly among you. Specifically, what behavior is Paul thinking about here? Now, I know the withdrawal of fellowship applies to all sin with which a Christian holds rebelliously against God and fails to repent, doesn't repent. But here he's speaking about a specific sin. Neither did we eat 
any man's bread for naught, but we worked with labor and travail night and day that we might not be chargeable to any of you, not because we have the right to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. You know, Paul had said over in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians 9, I believe it is, how that uh, Christians are supposed to pay those who are full-time workers in the kingdom, financially support them. That's why our preachers and our congregations are supported by those congregations. But he's saying, we worked when we were with you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. Verse 9. Verse 10. Let's go on to verse 10. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any man would not work, neither should he eat. For we are hearing that there are some of you among you which are walking disorderly, not working, but being busybodies. Now those are the ones we're commanding and exhorting by our Lord Jesus that with quietness they might work and eat their own bread. Here we have um, a great exposition here about the work ethic, but I think it's very interesting that it is tied to the withdrawal of fellowship. It's a serious thing when Christians don't have the work ethic that God intends for them to have. We read in another place, Ephesians 4, verse 28. Let him that stole, this is our thou shalt not steal command in the New Testament. Here we have it repeated in our the covenant that is for us. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him work. Let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give, give to him that needs. God's ideal plan for the feeding of hungry people around us really has never been the government. God's ideal plan for feeding the hungry people is that his people might work with their hands so that they may take care of those who have need. I'm just telling you, in our country today, we have a very scary situation in which there are thousands of people who really don't want to go back to work, especially after the COVID pandemic. They really don't want to go back to work because they can still make more from their dependence on the government because of various subsidies and, and various incentives that are being given in various um, government programs for which they can apply along with the charities that are in their community. They can make more money being slothful, not working, than they can working. Just saying, thou shalt not steal is very closely connected with the work ethic that God requires of his people. I want to close with Proverbs chapter 24 beginning in verse 28 it says this well let's start in verse 30 i went by the field of the slothful or the lazy man and i went by the vineyard of the man who did not understand and behold or lo it was all grown over with thorns and nettles had covered the face thereof and the stone wall thereof was broken down then I saw 
and I thought about it thoroughly or I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. That is, I looked at the field of the slothful and I learned something. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come as one that traveleth and your want or your need, your poverty as an armed man. It'll overtake you. I believe that the army that is coming after America today has very much to do with the field of the slothful. When we decide that we're going to let our field grow over with nettles and thorns, we're, we're going to let our work ethic grow over with nettles and thorns while we have a little slumber, a little sleep. We take it easy for a while, like the rich man did, take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. And we become dependent on the government and we enjoy that more than we do working. We become, as the New Testament describes it, worse than infidels. We become people who are not, should not be privileged to eat, 1 Thessalonians 3, and our poverty comes as a nation at the hands of the armed man that overtakes us from within. We will destroy our nation if we don't have the work ethic that we should have. And the armed robbery that happens is not just the stealing that individuals do to get the things that they need because they're unwilling to work. And I'm not saying that every person who is needy is unwilling to work. But I am saying that I have personally talked with friends who did not want to go to work because the amount of money that they could make at work, although enough to subsist and enough to get by, enough to their physical needs was not as much as they could make on government programs. That's wrong. That's something that Christians should avoid. That's an attitude that we should avoid because we believe the Eighth Commandment. Have a great day.